A blessed morning to you out there once again. Welcome to the Potter's Gate online broadcast. As you know, my name is Isaiah Phillips Akintola. I want to once again welcome you to another glorious day. This is the day our Father has made. The Lord Jesus Christ has given us once again the opportunity to see the light of another beautiful, wonderful, glorious day here in Franjok. It's cold here this morning, but not too cold. We're already in winter. We're feeling the, the change of season. Well, this morning, I would like to bring us to another kind of, you know, understanding, maybe an awakening, a reminder, if you will, to some people of God's uh, plan and purposes for our life. But before we do that, amen, let us take a few minutes to pray this morning. Let's take time to seek the heart of God, the mind of God. Let's pray. Let's let's call upon the name of the Lord. The Bible says when we call upon his name, we will be saved. Amen. Father, we thank you once again. We honor you. We glorify you. We bless you for this glorious day this opportunity once again that you have granted unto us we celebrate your love and mercy over our life we come before you this morning in appreciation of your goodness we ask oh god this morning that as we pray as we approach you that you will grant us once again insight revelation understanding that our heart will be aligned to your will and purposes oh god we pray in the name of jesus that your truth will minister to us in a powerful way we ask in the name of jesus that you'll continue to help us to see yes father the revelation of your son because indeed our desire is to be transformed into christ's nature we want to become more like him we want to walk in his will we want his his counsel to become even more real to to us we want our life yes to become even more entrenched in the revelation yes of his intention for our our time for our day we surrender to you this morning we yield ourselves every aspect of our being we proclaim and we declare that christ will be formed in us and we will become even more transformed yes in that reality we thank you we praise you we honor you this morning for your glorious intentions in our life thank you for the way that you're going to speak to us holy spirit i yield to you this morning and everyone coming to listen to watch yes even to observe we pray in the name of jesus that you will walk a walk in our lives in our hearts that yes you will take us to a new dimension where we can become yes a very reflection the unfoldings of your intentions in the earth we thank you we bless your name we glorify you in jesus name amen and amen well if you are joining me this morning i want to welcome you once again to the potter's gate online broadcast uh this morning i believe the lord that amen we will be able to look into another emphasis amen in this uh, uh, journey that the lord has set before us of course we are on a journey we're on a journey to become more like christ amen we're on a journey to enter into the full counsel of god the full purposes of god you know Sometimes I, you know, when I come like this, I, 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 I have this flashback. I have this, you know, thought running through, you know, my, my mind that, you know, you come and you proclaim and declare those things. And uh, sometimes you ask yourself, you know, what, what's the essence? What's the purpose? Of course, we know that the gospel must be preached. But the thing is, the, you know, the, the power of communication, the power of communicating truth, amen, has a way of transforming and reforming, amen, not just our own life 
life, but even the environment, amen, that we live in. The Bible says creation is waiting in anticipation for the very manifestation of the sons of God. So I believe strongly, amen, that, you know, just proclaiming and declaring this word, amen, one, awaken our hearts to know that indeed the word of God is alive. Secondly, amen, it engage in warfare against the forces of darkness, against opposition, against, you know, spiritual wickedness, amen, who are, of course, proclaiming and declaring. I hope we understand that the powers of darkness, they understand the principle, amen, of, 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 the, of the things of the spirit, all right? They also speak, amen, and they speak negative. They speak contrary words over the realm, over atmosphere. So it is important, amen, that we continue, amen, like somebody like me, that I continue to speak and continue to declare, amen, what the word of God, hallelujah, has said and what God is saying, amen. So we know that, amen, what we say, it, it, they are spirit and they are life and they have the power, amen, to change and to transform. Thank you so very much my dear sister uh, Priscilla this morning hope you had a blessed night uh, God bless you thank you for joining this morning we want we're going to be looking into you know something that I call amen the, the theology amplifying the theology of Christ and in few minutes I will I will I will you know lay down the the foundation or kind of give us yes a, 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 a framework to what we are looking at like i always say many of the things that we, we 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 address on this platform amen speaks into the maturing the development amen the equipping of our lives such that we are able amen to walk in that you know if you will dimension of god's intentions and plans and purposes for our life so we don't we don't we don't hold one aspect back or we don't overemphasize we allow the spirit of god to lead us and to guide us into amen the mind of god the heart of god and the intentions of god so i'm hoping this morning once again that as we look at this concept of amen amplifying the theology of christ that amen that will become even more uh, 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 um ingrained in the reality and of course in in the in the perspective of our walk with God because indeed we are working with God and that work has to be amen has to be done in a way amen that is not that that is not misguided amen that we are not misled that we are not misdirected amen so it is my responsibility amen as a sent one as a called one amen as a leader as you know as as God's servant as God's minister to continually amen bring what I'll call the present truth bring amen the relevant truth bring that which is proceeding amen from the heart of god and that's why i try as much as possible to align myself amen to what god is saying the bible says let those who have the ears hear what the spirit is saying all right the spirit may be amplifying excuse me the spirit might be you know emphasizing something to you amen and maybe emphasizing something different to me but at the end of the day whatever the spirit is emphasizing amen must speak into the corporate development, the maturing, amen, the perfection, amen, of, of our of our life, such that we're able to come into that place of maturation in Christ Jesus. Ephesians chapter 4, amen, we want to come into that place of fullness, of full stature. There is something that the, the scripture defined, amen, as the full son, amen, the mature son. And the Bible says creation is waiting, amen, for such caliber of people. The Bible says creation, creation is waiting for the maturing of the sons of God. Well, this morning, I, I, I would like to 
I'd like us to look at this concept, but before we look at that, let me bring your mind once again to the, the, the general concept of what we are dealing with, because all the messages we are, we've been bringing, amen, are all tied to one particular theme. All right. And recently we began to talk about that team. In fact, not recently for a while, we've been talking about that team. And that is, amen, a Christ who is our chief high priest, amen, who is seated, amen, at the right hand of the Father. Christ is our chief high priest, amen. In other words, we are we, we are relating and we are connecting our work with God, if you will, our Christianity, our sense of spirituality, amen, into what is known as, amen, the, the, the revelation of Christ and that revelation is seated, amen, on Christ being our chief high priest. And I thought that if Christ indeed is our chief high priest, meaning that everything that we do and we should be representing, amen, must flow from, amen, the, the order of Christ must flow from him, must flow from that position, amen, of of, of his of, of him seated, amen, at the right hand of the Father. Of course, the Bible says he's, he's making intercession for us. To me, that is very, very deep. But that is not where I want to focus this morning because we've been focusing on that. We've been talking about prayer and intercession and all of that but i also want us to focus on the person of christ himself i want us to focus on the person of christ because i think in the church today amen we are pursuing so many things so many things amen that we are running after we are seeking after that is almost derailing us amen from the image of christ from the person of christ from the truth of christ amen from the life in christ hallelujah and i think if we are not careful amen if we don't return if we don't get our you know our priorities right and come back to the point and place where what we are searching and seeking for amen is logged into Christ and Christ alone. In fact, one of the scriptures, if you, you find it, you know, you know, rolling down, amen, the screen, uh, 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 that scripture speaks deeply into, amen, the, 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 the issues that is before us and that you find in Psalm 16, amen, Psalm 16. And David says, I have said, Psalm 16 verse 8, I have set the Lord before me. I've set the Lord always before me, amen. Then he went further, amen, to explain what will happen when you set the Lord before you. But I want us, amen, to look at this in the context, like I said, in, in the context of the revelation of Christ. Everything that we do, amen, in life, generally, amen, are all done within the context of certain framework, of certain, you know, perspective, certain understanding, certain, you know, uh, uh, theology, if you will, certain, you know, philosophy, everything that we do in life, amen, regardless of the point where, on which we're doing that thing, whatever we do, amen, is done from certain level of, you know, experience, knowledge, amen. Now, as believers, as followers of Christ, the things that we do, the things that we are called to do, amen, and the, and the, and the reality that we are called, amen, to manifest, amen, must be sitting also, amen, on certain, you know, you know, if you will, certain theology, and that theology, the theology, first of all, must be, amen, the revelation of Jesus Christ. So the question is, how much of Christ do we know? And if indeed, amen, we have certain degree, amen, of, of Christ and the knowledge of Christ, to what level have we become that which, amen, we claim to have known? Because you see, 
our life of course our our journey with god our walk with god amen is a walk of transformation now i, I i'm i'm running ahead of you know some of the things that i would like to talk about but it's fine because i really want us to understand you know you know this principle they are principles we teach principle it's not enough just to teach something that excites you and then after a while you know you forget it but these are principles amen in other words when these truths are well established in our life, they, they ought to produce certain fruits. They ought to bring certain values, amen, into our life, amen. They must add to us, okay? So I'm saying that whatever we do, you know, the doing, yes, is there. But becoming, being something, amen, whatever we be or we become, if you will, amen, to, you know, to the point of doing, because our doing, amen, emanates from a, a position of being, and if our being, amen, is not secured in Christ, is not established in Christ, is not founded in Christ, amen, guess what? We will be missing the mark of, amen, the objective of our redemption, if you will, our salvation. And I thought, amen, as much as, you know, uh, this sound, you know, uh, 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 you know, it, it sound, if you will, elementary, yeah, yeah, it sound elementary, that's true. But they are fundamental truths, amen. Thank you so much, uh, my dear sister Louis. Thank you for joining this morning. Really appreciate it. All right. Uh, the, the, you see, as much as they sound elementary, but they are the they are the core. They are the cardinal values that defines every other thing that we 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 do or we want to become in Christ. You know, these are truths that I always use, amen, to 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 evaluate my work, to evaluate my life, to evaluate my journey. All right such that amen i'm able to keep myself in that straight and narrow path amen listen we, we are looking at something this morning i'm talking about amplifying the theology and the revelation of christ amen in our transition yes we are moving but in our movement we can lose sight we can forget hallelujah we can we can we can we can be derailed yes we can still be on a journey we can still be moving but uh, time has a way amen of bringing certain things into our view into our focus that we suddenly shift away look away from christ and you know what what that you know means when we take our eyes of the lord even in the journey that we begin to sink we know like you know uh, like you know that not everyone that came out of the land of bondage yes they were brought out of the land of bondage but not everyone made it into the promised land hallelujah yes not everyone got to the end point of God's destination for their life and I think that is a big deal amen so we want to keep the Lord always before our face that uh, whatever we go through amen whatever we are possessing whatever we are becoming in the transition whatever amen is being given to us or being taken from us we want to set the lord the theology of christ amen we want to walk we want to increase amen in the in the experience we want our life daily amen to climb the hill amen of the experience of christ hallelujah some people want to climb the hill of possessing amen the world is good but if we do that outside the context amen of christ being formed in us and us being transformed in him amen our effort and our you know investments will be futile 
And this is not what the Lord wants for us, okay? So, as we continue to walk in what we call the, the priesthood of Christ, there's a priesthood, amen? There is a priesthood that we have moved out of. Unfortunately, unfortunately, I must say unfortunately, many are still stuck within, amen, the priesthood of the old, the priesthood of the mosaic order, all right? Uh, the mosaic order is a shadow. It, it reveals something to us. It speaks to us about something we've got to come into in Christ. The Bible says, if if that priesthood, if that order, if that law could bring perfection, there won't there won't be need for another priesthood. Now, this priesthood that we are talking about is the priesthood of Christ. Everything Christ is the altar. Christ is the sacrifice. Amen. Christ is everything that we want to. Amen. You know, be and we want to become and i tell you there are there are walks in christ there are experiences in christ amen there are journeys in christ amen there are there are dimensions in christ hallelujah yes the theology of christ lays for us the foundation to journey in christ and into christ hallelujah so we don't want to amen be captured by you know uh, uh, the, the 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 ceremony amen and the activity of churchialism of christianity christianity that has been polluted we don't want to be captured in that and presume that we are busy doing something like many will be doing this morning amen it's a religious day sunday is a religious day amen today is like almost like a holy day for them it's like an holy day all right but on monday amen tuesday wednesday thursday um they can be whatever they want to be it doesn't matter and this is, amen, part of the challenges that we are faced with. And this is the reason why, amen, I mean, anybody can look at the church today and score the church. And you will know that we are below average. And the reason for that is because, amen, we have made the main thing, amen, the lesser thing. We have made the main thing the lesser thing, amen. We have we, we have pushed, amen, the, 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 the image, the revelation, the person of Christ, amen, to the back burner, hallelujah. And we are running with our own thing. We are running with our own ministry. We are pursuing something, amen. We want to become something. We want to attain something. We want to achieve something, yes. We, we, we want to possess something, hallelujah. As if there is no enough possession in Christ, hallelujah. As if there are no enough amen dimensions of life and grace and experience amen and, 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 and increase in christ the bible says amen of the increase of his kingdom and government there shall be no end you see when you preach things like this you lose followers you lose you know you know members you lose you, you lose money you lose fame you lose you know a, a, a position but you see that is what's called people like us this is what has kept me earlier for the past you know 30 33 years of my journey with god this is what has kept me and will continue to keep me on the cutting edge i like to say this because it's important amen that we don't get to certain point and place in our walk and think that we are seeking something we are possessing listen to this towards the end of the ministry of jesus the bible says the greeks they came to jesus they came they said we are searching for christ they they came to look the greeks the greeks are known to be if you will amen in 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 the in the in the wisdom of the world in the ideology of the world system they are known to be the father of of you know of ideology of theology or you know excuse me of of you know of humanism the greeks the bible said they came to jesus at towards the end of the ministry then jesus lifted his eye he said now the time has come 
This is what, amen, we ought to be dealing with. Many of us want to become something in order to change the world. Like I always say, you cannot borrow a pattern from Babylon to change Babylon. There is nothing the world can give to you, amen, that will be enough, that will be powerful enough to transform the world. <laughs> if, if this has not done on you, let me make it done on you, amen. If this truth, amen, listen to this, I fear no one. Amen. And my life is not in the hand of anyone. This is the chief ministry and calling for anyone that has been that has been summoned, that have been apprehended by God. Amen. That we showcase, that we reveal Christ to the world. The more Christ we have, the more Christ we should manifest to the world. But today we are filled with all kinds of theology that is outside of God, that is outside of Christ. And this is why the world will continue to increase in crisis because those who are supposed to be the answer and the solution to the crisis, amen, themselves, amen, have gone bonkers. They, they've missed the path. They are out of order, amen. All kinds of things have infiltrated our space, our life, and the things we call church today that all we are left with, amen, is nice pulpit, amen, nice, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, 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 you know uh, uh, inspirational messages. Some people in the world are even doing better than us. I, I listen to some guys, you know, teaching inspirational, you know, message on YouTube. And I'm like, God. So you cannot compare or equate yourself, amen, with those things. If you don't have the life and you are not living on the cutting edge, amen, of your walk with Jesus Christ. Your heart will be pursuing something else and you'll be offering something that is temporal to the world. We want to be a solution. But we can only be a solution when Christ is truly formed in us. When Christ is truly formed in us. When Christ is formed in you. Guess what? You don't need to struggle to manifest him. You, everywhere you go, you just manifest him. You know, in my place, where I come from, they, they've got an adage. They, said, they, they, they say, All right, smoke. Character is like a smoke. They say character is like a smoke. You can't hide it. Wow. Thank you, Brother Prince. All the way from Botswana. Thank you. Oh, you've made my morning today. <laughs> nice, to, nice to hear from you this morning, Brother Prince. Thank you so much for, for joining us. Amen. They say character, amen. Your, your character is like a smoke. No matter how you try to hide a smoke, you cannot. You cannot. No matter how you try to hide a smoke, a smoke will always find its way out. Somebody will, will smell it. Amen. It will, it will fill you out. Amen. Yes. And whenever you see a smoke, you know fire is there somewhere. Amen. So this is not something we can hide if we're full of Christ. Even if they try to hide you. Even if they try to, you know, malign you. Even if somebody try to talk you down or do whatever. No matter what the world does in you or to you, if you are full of Christ, you will manifest him. You will manifest him. Oh, how the world today need Christ. Not, not another theology of man. Not another knowledge of man. Not another, you know, idea, you know, somewhere. Just look around you. The world is desperate, hallelujah, of carriers of Christ. Listen to this. When you carry Christ, you manifest excellence. 
I'm not just talking about, you know, being, being pious. I'm not just talking about, all right, be nice, be brother kind. All those things are good. But when you carry Christ, you will manifest the best, hallelujah, of the spirit of excellence. You will manifest the best, hallelujah, of the spirit, amen, of integrity. You will manifest the best of skills, hallelujah. You, you, will, you will break forth in the world of science, hallelujah. We will have godly leaders, amen, in political affairs who can speak truth to power, who can bring change hallelujah when you have christ you will transform literally transform the world hallelujah of business you will transform hallelujah the world of politics you will transform the world hallelujah of healthcare. whatever field god have sent you he wants you hallelujah to manifest christ there so christ is not amen having christ you know minus something else no christ including every other thing christ must go before you and this is why the scripture this morning amen that we are looking at uh, uh, in in, in Psalm 16, it says, I have set the Lord before my face. I have set the Lord before my face. Look at this. I have set the Lord always before me. Some translation says, I have set the Lord before my face. I have set the Lord always. When you set the Lord always before you, that's a higher dimension of a call. Many of us have set all kinds of things before us. We've set amen, the priority of you know money. We set priority of you know you know children, wife, family, amen, our business, our career, our you know you know our health. You know we've set all kinds of things first before the Lord. Those things come before the Lord. And this is why we are not walking in a greater reality. It's not that Christ is not going to meet those needs. He does meet those needs. But you see, we will not be able to walk into the higher dimension of a power that can change, that can transform. There are things that the Lord will not be able to commit into our life because our priority, hallelujah, is not Christ. Our, our chief goal is not Christ. You know? Men told us that when you seek Christ, amen, you lose everything. That's a lie. David was a successful warrior. He was a successful king. But he's showing us, amen, the secret. That when you set the Lord before you, he becomes your eyes. He becomes your vision. When your heart desire daily is to want to know him, is to want to increase in him, is to want to develop in him, is to want to walk, hallelujah, in the reality of who he is. You see, there is so much to know in Christ. There is so much. You see, when we chip in the theology of Jesus, when we chip in the theology of Jesus just to some religious, you know, dogma and activity, when we chip in, hallelujah, our experience in Christ, our walk with Christ and our relationship with Christ just to, well, I pray and then I get something. I pray, then he whispers something to me. Ah, then we have allowed the enemy, amen, to deceive us. Because the chief goal of redemption is transformation. And nobody gets to be transformed without looking unto Christ, the author and the finisher of our faith. I'm calling us back to this point. 
that we need to look back. We need to re-examine ourselves. We need to re-examine our life. If indeed we are going to receive a kingdom that cannot be shaken, if indeed we are receiving a kingdom that is not shaken in our day, then you have to understand that our eyes, our focus must be set on the king on the throne. Our, our, our pursuit is not the kingdom. Our pursuit is the king on the throne. Hallelujah. Because I think we need to remind ourselves, particularly among those of us, who claim to be, excuse me, in the apostolic, you know, uh, uh, reformation or whatever we want to call it today. You understand? Now we, we talk kingdom. Think, we can't talk kingdom to the point that we forget that, hey, the king must, the, 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 there's a king on the throne. That the king, there's a king seated on the throne of that kingdom. Have you seen a kingdom without the king? The glory of a kingdom, amen, is, is seen in the face of the king. Have you ever seen a kingdom without a crown? What am I doing? I'm trying to remind us again this morning of our chief goal. In case you have forgotten, in case you're getting ready to go to church this morning and what you're going <clears throat> for, amen, is not to, to, to know Christ. It's not to be like Christ. Well, let me awaken you and let me, <clears throat> excuse me, let me realign you. Maybe you're going to church this morning and what you want to preach, amen. You see, whatever we preach, whatever we preach, whatever you preach, minister of God, amen, preacher of God, woman of God, <laughs> great apostle, a prophetess, prophet, all of you guys, you're watching, you're listening, you're going to be watching this, whatever you're going to be preaching, if it's not going to be bringing the people to a greater height in Christ, to a greater position in Christ, you're preaching something else. And if I may say what is in my mind, amen, that is an antichrist gospel because an antichrist is anything and everything, amen, that hinders the people or prevent the people from coming to Christ, from knowing Christ, from apprehending Christ. Unfortunately, we've got so many antichrists in the church today. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> Our gospel. You teach people about prosperity. You teach them about deliverance. You teach them about healing. You're teaching them about, you know, relationship. You're teaching them, you know, about how to start a business. Whatever it is that you're teaching, whatever area, amen, Christ must be the chief goal. Christ must be to, to, to know Christ, to walk in Christ, to surrender and to submit to Christ must be the chief goal or else... You've disappointed the Lord. I have set the Lord always before my face. Look at the scripture. Just look at this scripture. In Psalm, <clears throat> Psalm 16. Excuse me. Sorry. I have said the Lord before my face. Because, now listen to this. Because he's on my right hand. <laughs> I would not be ashamed. The right hand is a right hand, is a is a is a is a hand, amen, 
of priority. The right hand, amen, is always, amen, the most used hand. The right hand, amen, is saying that this thing is, is important, is chief. I have set him before my right hand, not my left hand. I've got a daughter that uses the left hand. Many people, you know, they are both, I'm, I'm, I'm both left, both, both hands. I, I can use both hands, but not as good as my right hand. But if you understand, amen, in, 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 in the Jewish tradition, and not just in the Jewish tradition, in some other culture, your right hand is a, is a hand of expressing respect, amen, dignity. Is a position, amen, where you 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 accord, amen, honor, respect, amen. Is a position of authority and power. Is a is a position of leadership. I have set him at my right hand. That is what David is saying. Not at my left hand. There's a reason why they put this there because he is at my right hand, not not a uh, left hand. Uh, it's, it's not secondary. There's a point. <laughs> The, the left hand, amen, to many, to majority, is secondary. If I can't carry properly, I can use my left hand to support. But no, that's not what they're saying. They say, your right hand, amen, is the hand that goes before you. Is the, is the point and place that defines who you are, what you represent. I have said the Lord at my right hand is the right hand of my strength. It defines my strength in that situation. It defines my vision. Hallelujah. It defines my ability in that situation. It defines, amen, how I'm able to punch and defeat the enemy. Therefore, I will not be ashamed. Now, you know why we have been ashamed? Because we have not set the Lord before us and we have not set the Lord at our right hand. Therefore, our heart is not glad. Everything affects us and we get carried away by every situation. We get moved. Therefore, our joy is taken from us. We feel insecure. We feel afraid. We feel defeated. Why? Because we have not set the Lord. His theology, amen, has been put behind. His ways has been relegated behind. His voice, amen, has become secondary. His intentions and desire, amen, is a thing that we will do later. When there is an urge, amen, it's always to fulfill our own desire. Our first and primary pursuit is no longer Christ and his kingdom. In fact, today we put his kingdom first <laughs> before him. Oh, come on. We are all guilty of this. We seek him the kingdom, the kingdom. Seek him the kingdom, amen. They say seek first. The fact is they say seek first the kingdom, amen, does not mean that the kingdom is the chief priority of what we seek, amen. Christ is what we should be seeking. By seeking Christ, we are indirectly seeking his kingdom. Simple. You want to seek the kingdom? Seek Christ. The kingdom basically just explains the power and the glory, amen, the majesty of Christ. But guess what? When you seek Christ and you begin to understand his sovereignty, you will understand, hallelujah, that understanding the kingdom is an easy thing. We like to hide behind deep revelation, depth of the kingdom. 
the depth of the kingdom. The kingdom is hidden in a person of Christ. I've told us that before. Every kingdom has a man. A king that sits and rules from the throne. But in the, in the kingdom of God, amen, the kingdom is within Christ. Christ feels all things. He feels all things. You see, that's why I said, the theology of Christ that we have is very shallow. And that's why we downgrade, we downplay the things about Christ. And that's why we are very, very, you know, very backward when it comes to the things of God. Because the things of God are captured within the face of Christ. The Bible says that as Jesus, amen, entered the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked a question. Okay, I'm going to get to Matthew 16. But before we get to Matthew, Matthew uh, 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 16, let's look at Matthew 9. And you see, <clears throat> Matthew speaks from a position of one who understands Jewish tradition because he was a Jew. But beyond just being a Jew, amen, he was a Jew that was in the service of the Roman you know, uh, 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 Empire. So he had depth of, of his tradition, but he also had amen, you know, the, an opportunity to work with you know Greeks, to work with Romans. He was a Jew who was a tax collector. You understand that the entire Roman you know uh, uh, army system, amen, is driven on amen taxation. And if you're a tax collector for the Roman, you know, uh, uh, you know, uh, uh, empire, or you must be some very knowledgeable, well influential, amen, well developed human. You know, you're red. And we see Matthew here because it's important. See, when we talk about the things of Christ, we need to have depth. We need to have theology. What is theology? Theology. Theology comes from two words, amen. Theo means to know. Logic, amen. To know God, to have a knowledge of God, to have a revelation of God, if you will. To know the things, to have amen, an, an insight into the ways of God. Everything has got a theology. There's a way to know. It's called doctrine. The doctrine of Christ, the doctrine of God. He, God himself is the one who introduced himself to us. And the way he introduced himself, amen, we need to know. We need to have an understanding. If the word of God, amen, is not taught in a way that brings clarity, clarity in all ramification, guess what? You are going to presume and assume you're in relationship with the word of God. And that's what we have done for many, many years. And that's why a lot of people today, particularly young people who, who claim that they are being called into the ministry, amen, are very ignorant of, of the ways of God. In fact, their idea about serving God is to get wealthy. Is to, to, today, many young people, particularly those who are going to ministry, see ministry as an opportunity, amen, to to get ahead because it's all about amen you know human psychology if i can know a little bit about people and and there's a lot of things you can know about people to manipulate them to manipulate them you can do a lot of study about human behavior 
Many humans are predictable. So when you when you study about the predictability of humans, amen, you know what the one, you know, there are certain things I can say that will, that will steer people that, you know, I will get a lot of followers. I'll get a lot of crowd following me. I'll get a lot of, you know, particularly when you're on social media, it's all about, amen, the number of people that are following you. It's, it's all about the number of likes. That is all part of, amen, of, of, of a psychology. There's, there's human psychology. That's why you, people, we, we study about human psychology but there's a psychology of God that I'm talking about there is a psychology of God there is a way of God there is a way hallelujah listen no matter what we study about God we cannot fully know him but there are basic things there are basic elements and values principles that have been set for us to know so that we don't assume we don't presume amen we don't we don't we don't we don't confuse hallelujah the things of god amen for the lies of the enemy so we need today amen to study and it's not just important to study anything we need to go back and search and find hallelujah value system biblical principles amen you know uh, materials that can actually help us to recover to rediscover amen the ways of Christ because it's from this way that we're able to approach life and we're able to amen understand if indeed we are growing we are developing like i said many people today will tell you they are growing they will tell you they are maturing. There are people who are seeking to go into ministry, but their idea of ministry is totally, 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 amen, outside the borderline, outside the values, amen, of God and the principle of his kingdom. But they're going to ministry, era, and they're, they're, they're going to get all kinds of things, right? Money and, you know, and, and oh, oh yeah, you know, you know, when you speak things like this, uh, people, people are like, no. We are here to say these things because listen, the end of the end of days ministry cannot afford, amen, to 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 to, to miss and to fall into the same mistake of the old. You know, and I say this thing to also remind myself. You see, I'm the best listener of my own messages. These things, because you see, I'm not speaking because of my own idea. This is not coming from my own mind. Therefore, I go back, amen. I listen and I listen to the things that I've said, amen, that have not become, amen, you know, you know, amplified in my life and I practice them. I pray them back into my life because I'm a vessel. Amen. I'm a vessel. And once we understand this, it helps us. We must come to the point and place where, amen, our priority must align to, amen, living for Christ, manifesting his will and purpose, amen, bringing forth his intention in every area, in every dimension or sphere of our representation and calling. The Bible says, as Jesus, amen, went from, went from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at, you know, at the tax booth. What did he do? He said, follow me. Follow me. And Matthew got up and followed him. Later, Jesus was dining at Matthew's house. Many tax collectors and sinners came and ate with him, at, uh, ate with him and his disciples. Now, the point that I'm drawing here is, you see, Matthew, <laughs> Matthew is a tax collector for the Roman Empire. Because whatever the, you know, the, the Jews, you may say, well, he's collecting for, you know, uh, the temple. 
But in the temple, you collect tax in the temple, within the temple. But Matthew was actually outside. So we know that he was actually a, a tax collector for the Roman Empire. So Matthew is a very important person. But the point that I'm drawing out is, what did Jesus say to Matthew? He just said, follow me. What kind of a word? How did Jesus say this day that this man left his, his means, left his livelihood, left because leaving that position of a tax collector is not just about, you know, you losing your salary. It's not just about a man no longer being able to pay X, Y, Z, but you also lose influence in the society. You also lose position of authority. You also lose your, your leadership position because, you know, when you're a tax collector, you, you are highly ranked. You are highly positioned. Matthew left the table to follow Jesus. Many of us have left Jesus to follow the table. In fact, many of us are pursuing Jesus so it could make us a tax collector. <laughs> Today, many of us are pursuing Jesus just for one thing. Make me a tax collector. I just want to be... Now, Matthew left being a tax collector to follow Jesus. I'm saying to us in our today Christianity, we follow Jesus to make us. If Jesus can just make me a tax collector for the Roman cities, I just want to make money. Listen, I'm not saying making money is wrong. I've never said that, so don't misquote me. A hand that does not work, the Bible says, must not eat. Aish, brother <laughs> Prince, Aish, yes. We've left, hallelujah, we've, we, 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 we've left pursuing Christ. And for those of, those of us who are pursuing Christ, listen to our prayer. You just listen to your own prayer. Half of the time, your prayer is, Jesus, make me, make me the, this, there, put me there, make me, uh, give me, you know. Our prayer is no Lord, I want to be more like you. Because there's a realm the Lord wants to position us. And I'm saying this because I want us to see how we are falling. Our prayer is a reflection, amen, of our, of, of our blindness. Our spiritual aim and pursuit, a reflection, amen, of how far we have moved away. We have been drifted away from the, from the things of God. That's the point that I'm making. Your, if your prayer is all about give it to me Lord make me somebody make me this give me this give me bless me there even so I can bless your kingdom you lie you lie you only use the kingdom amen yes to, to leverage yourself God if you can bless me no don't, don't say things you don't mean don't say things you don't mean. Because when we look around your life, when we look around, amen, our life as the church, we can see how far we are away from Christ. Like I said, if you have Christ, you don't need to struggle about it. It will reveal itself. It will manifest itself. That's the point. I'm not trying to, you know, uh, uh, make you do something. No, if you have him, 
What you have is what you present. What we have is what we have presented. See how far, amen. See what we are presenting and see how far we have come in our so-called representation. We see men, men, pastors, pastors now in America resigning from their pastoral calling. You know, recently I, I, I heard of another man who, who stepped down. He's stepping down from the ministry. I said, well, you mean this thing is something that you resign? Is, is, ministry, is the ministry an eternal calling? They're resigning from, from work. The churches are closing up. Oh yes, I understand that it's difficult. It's difficult because we have not set the Lord before our face. You see, the moment we shift away, we move away, we pull away from focusing on Jesus Christ, all of the issues of life will begin to bother us. The weight, the weight of, of our need will, will so weigh us down to the point that we'll begin to sink. You know that. That was what happened to Peter. When he took his eyes away from the one who said, Come, Master, is it you? I'm the one. Come. The man was walking on water. So why did he begin to sink? Because amen, he allowed the distraction around him to derail him, to sidetrack him from looking unto Jesus. Listen to this. No human, no believer, hallelujah, of their own accord can live the Christian Christian life one day successfully. No human being, amen, with their own ability and power can successfully live one day of their Christian life, amen, <laughs> successfully outside, amen, being empowered by the Holy Spirit. It is the Holy Spirit, amen, that empowers us to live a life that pleases God. Therefore, to live for Christ, to live in Christ, to increase in Christ, to walk for Christ, to represent Christ, you and I need the power of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is here to empower us to live. I don't even have a desire for Christ except the Holy Spirit infuses that desire in me. Therefore, my prayer, Holy Spirit, empower me, energize me, infuse me with the desire to love Christ, to want more of him. Or else you will find yourself daily being disappointed. Are you getting the point that I'm making? Follow me. Follow me, he told him. Our chief call is to follow Christ. I've got a, you know, a whole uh, uh, um, introduction on this point. So maybe later on when I post the message, you can read through the introduction. It's important. Follow me. But it's not enough. Listen to this. The Bible says in the evening, later in the evening, Jesus was dining at Matthew's house. You see, when you follow Christ, Christ will come to your house. <laughs> when you follow Christ, you would so develop a relationship that Christ will be dining in your house. How would you like Christ coming to dine in your house? Come on. Oh, I know many of us with our own, you know, you've got to develop a well-mature, amen, 
healthy imagination when it comes to the things of God. Because if you cannot see, if you cannot imagine the things of the Spirit, the things of God, then you cannot fully comprehend or apprehend, amen, what the Lord is saying. So when I say, Jesus, come to your house to die, you know, it's like Jesus come to the house of, house of Mary and Martha. Because Martha did not understand the weightiness of Christ visiting them. She was busy running around. Or, oh, you may say that's a revelation. Yes, Martha had a revelation that Christ is coming to our house. Therefore, we need to make him feel at home. You know, we need to give him food. We need to give him that. All that is good, but it's not good enough. If Jesus is coming to your house, I tell you, I don't want to do nothing. I just want to hear. I want to, I want, as, as much as possible that I want my house to be conducive. I want to clean the house. I want to make the house ready. Yes, that I must do before he comes. Priority. When Jesus is coming to your house, you get ready for him. Hallelujah. It's not when he comes out, you start running around. Hey, bring the water. Oh, bring, uh, uh, clean the, no, no, no. That is all that, that is outside priority. That's a mispriority. Amen. That is a misplaced priority. And this is what Jesus taught Mary and Martha when he came to Amen to their house. Hey, Mary, Martha, what you're doing is, is, is right, but Amen, you're doing it at the wrong time. You're doing it at the wrong time. Jesus is coming to your house. You give him all ears. Every aspect of your being. For Jesus to come to your house, there must be something that he's coming to do. He's coming to say, Jesus just don't walk into your house just for play. Just visiting you must mean something. And this is what I'm talking about. We have to develop a sense of awareness. You see, we cannot understand and appreciate the things of God vis-a-vis -vis revelation. Hallelujah. If we no longer value the presence of God, if we no longer value the things of God, if, our, if how we connect with God is how we connect with our pali. You know, there's a way we relate with our friends, with our, you know, yeah, hi, 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 pali, pali. The things of God, we have become so familiar that when Christ said, I'm coming to your house, it's like, okay, it's like, you know, it's like, uh, you know, uh, 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 Isaiah said, I'm going to call you. It's like, okay. Some of you even say, oh, I'm going to call elder. And then you never call elder, you know, because you, you, you're so familiar with elder today that, you know, uh, uh, well, uh, is, is, is it not elder? Eh? You lose the value, hallelujah, of your relationship with the man. And therefore, you begin, hallelujah, to, to, to draw away from the things you ought to be drawing from. Because when you no longer value, amen, the presence of truth and the presence of the word of God. Guess what? You begin to lose the power and the wisdom, amen, that ought to be infusing your life for, for increase. That is just another word. Sorry, my words are not another word. My words are not just another word. The things that I say, they are spirit and they are life. So when I say call me or I'm calling you, that is not the time, amen, to be playing around or to, oh, well, I forgot. Oh, no, no, no. If you forget, you need to let me know that you're going to, you're not going to be able to call me. You never take the things of God and the things of the spirit for granted. Never get into familiar zone. When you get into a zone that is familiar and the things of the spirit, you begin to sink. One of the things that I take you know issue with is when my sense of spirituality and position amen the things of God are no longer honored I withdraw from such people because the things of God amen are important 
based on the values we place on it. Jesus came to the house of, of Mary and Martha. Martha was busy doing something else. And this is the reason why men of God sometimes they hide themselves. They made themselves very scarce. They put themselves in some high pedestal because in the in the in the psychology, in human psychology, you know, they value what is what is what is what is scarce. All right. Uh, when something, you know, iPhone is they say it's not for everyone. All right. Yes, and this is the reason why uh, 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 you know uh, uh, Apple will not drop you know the, the you know their pricing because they have studied. Don't you understand that all these things that we sell, amen? There are there are psychology to it, amen. There are study in in the concept of marketing. People people do all kinds of research and study. What kind of people are you targeting? If we drop the price, we drop the value of what we are selling. And because some of us, amen, have stooped low, have come low, people think we've dropped the value. Unfortunately, you made a mistake. I didn't drop the value. I only came to your point so I can lift you up to the point and place where God amen has ordained you but if you think because I come down to your level and then you're gonna you know you know begin to throw stand on me I'm going to immediately cut myself from you regardless of who you are we're gonna track the things of God you see we've got to track the things of God we've got to track the ways of God Amen. What we carry and what we what we are presenting is of high value it's of high value you know, sometimes I say to myself, Isaiah, I don't think you should broadcast today. You've given enough of words for people, amen, who are following you to eat. There's enough, is, there's enough meat in the house. There are food that have not even been touched. I'm not even talking about leftover. I'm talking about food on the table that are still fresh. Manna that has not been touched. Because I listen to those, you know, to those messages. I eat those, you know, food myself. I'm like, wow. You know, and sometimes I'm so excited. I'm like, maybe I should call somebody to say, why don't you? I posted, you know, one of the messages yesterday again that we did some time back. Some of us don't even bother to check it out. I know some people, one or two people will, will check them out. But the point is, Bible says, don't cast your pearl before the swan. Don't cast your pearl before the swan. Pearls are supposed to be valuable. And value, hallelujah, I defy through the eyes of the beholder. You can give something valuable to people who do not understand amen, the what and the importance of that thing. To them, it doesn't... It doesn't I mean, I noticed something here and I'm just going to say it. I noticed something among the colored community. And this is almost a general thing. That when amen, they are in a situation, financial situation, and most of them are always in a financial situation because one, they lack, you know, finance, financial, you know, literacy. And I'm saying this, amen, because I'm sent to South Africa, so I, I can connect, I can talk about this thing. They lack what you call, amen, financial literacy. Therefore, amen, once they are in need, desperately in need, they go into their house, they're looking for what to sell. Just to have that money for maybe a loaf of bread maybe god knows what they need you can't sell your valuables amen to get money money is not value 
Amen. What you, what you buy, what you do with money is what brings value into your life. Amen. The value of money is what you use it for. So if what you, what you use your money for becomes what you sell to get money to buy something less valuable, it means that you are the... You know, what you know what I'm talking about. It means you don't have a sense of value. And Jesus taught us that principle. There are seven things that we cannot be given that we will not come into because of how, amen, we see those things. Because of how we look at people. I was thinking about something yesterday. You know, somebody says something and, and just an ordinary person says something that is very profound, very profound. Powerful statement. Profound, and you know that this is a word, amen. That everybody should be posting, that everybody should be, you know, you know, tagging each other about. I'm talking on social media now, but because of the person who said it is not known, it's not a popular person, has no gravitas, has no status. Everybody just, you know, in fact, you yourself, you know that wow, what a word, you just bypass it. But let somebody else who has influence, who has, you know, uh, yes, cloud, pick the same word, the same statement, and put it there. It goes viral. It just shows how warped, how, how backward we have become in the concept of value. You see, today people are no longer searching for truth. They are searching for who said it. We are following men and not the truth. And when we live that kind of a life, amen, we open ourselves to be deceived. And that's why many of us, we can't get our hands burnt because, amen, we have lost the sense and the worth for truth. Oh, I know somebody said, he's come again. But this is the truth. It's the truth that set us free. When Jesus comes into your house, that is not the time, amen, to be running around. That's not the time to try to impress him. That is the time, amen, to sit like Mary. Mary, hallelujah, showed us a posture of one, amen, who is in search, who wants to learn, who wants to become, amen, more like Christ. You see, there is a people, there is a group of people today in the church who want to use the things of Christ, the things of God, amen, to become something. And there are those who are laying all down at the feet, amen, to ascend to the point where they can sit, amen, and be transformed like Christ. Which one do you belong? Which one do you belong? Which one do you belong? Are you are you part of a company of them? Amen. Pursuing, running after after Christ, just to get a gift, just to get a gig, just to get some you know knowledge and revelation, and get some you know wisdom, and gets you know yes some money you know connection to be somebody, or are you pursuing Christ? Hallelujah! To be like Him. That the essence of you pursuing Christ, amen, is to be like him. This message has been on my heart since last week. This is not something that I just thought of yesterday. It's been, in fact, everything I've been prepared, but God says, wait. What are we pursuing? You can't come when you feel like it. 
You can't you can't respond to God where you feel you feel yeah I, 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 now I feel it. The things of God, amen, are not responded by feeling. You can't respond to the things of God by your feeling. You have to be determined. You have to make up your mind. Come rain, come sun, whatever the weather, amen, may be, whatever may be happening around you, you present yourself. I am here. I've set the Lord before my face. I have set the Lord before my face and therefore I will not be moved. What, what have you said before your face? Thank you so very much. <laughs> Apostle uh, uh, Godfrey this morning, nice to have you connect with us. Thank you everyone, Sister Myrtle, thank you. Bless you, sir. We have to take this thing to the place and to the point where people can know that our chief pursuit, amen, is not a gift. It's not the office. It's not some cloud. It's not some influence. It's not some power. It's not some... No, we want to be like Christ. The Greeks came. They said we want to see Jesus. Now we want to see something else about Christ. We want to see the power of Christ. We want to see, you know, the money, the affluence of Christ. We want to see the gift of Christ. No, we want to see Jesus. There's a generation that is called... The seekers of God. These are the generation who seek thy face. Who seek your face, O God of Jacob. Follow me, he said. Matthew left the table of money. <laughs> I said, Matthew left the table of money. You just look at those caliber of people that Jesus chose to be his disciples. All of them were very important. They were doing something important. Fishermen, tax collectors, farmers, every one of them were important people. They were not just some people loafing around. No, they had something. But they were searching. Remember, in John, in, in, in John chapter, chapter 2, you remember Philips and his brothers they were searching for the Messiah they were looking for the Messiah they were, they were in hot pursuit of the Messiah they want to see when is this Messiah coming when they, when they went to tell you know uh, Philip they said we found the Messiah they, he said are you guys serious When they went to tell Nathaniel, Nathaniel said, what are you talking about? Can anything good come out of Nazareth? We found the Messiah. There's a generation that must be seeking for Messiah within all the things we call kingdom today. I, I've told you before, let me repeat again. We cannot, amen, seek the kingdom earlier to circumvent the revelation of Christ. Christ is the chief and the main subject of the kingdom of God. That's why the context of the priesthood, amen, of our message in this season, hallelujah, must be Christ, amen, seated at the right hand of the Father and not the mosaic old order that has been rejected. There are two priesthood, amen, that is defining what we call church, what we call the body of Christ, what we call the kingdom today. And it's important we contextualize, amen, the priesthood, amen, that we're functioning from. 
if we don't, the enemy will derail us back, amen, to the law. We will be seeking and pursuing some things, hallelujah, that are not aligning, amen, to the heart of God. It's not about you getting satisfied. It's about you pleasing the Lord. Listen, friend, it's not about you and I getting satisfied. It's about we satisfying the Lord. What pleases the Lord? What satisfies the Lord? That is what, amen, should satisfy us. We get satisfied by what pleases him. Not the other way around. God blesses his interest in our life. Everything the Lord is doing is doing it because, amen, we have been called to represent him. If he blesses you, it's because, amen, that blessing is going to advance his kingdom. Hallelujah. If he increases you, all the grace and gift that he gives to you is because, amen, those grace and gift are to advance the revelation, are to bring people close to Christ. People, people today will flunk churches. They will go to crowds in the church. But alas, there's no Jesus. Alas, there's no Christ in the house. <laughs> and some people, like I was saying, they allow they, they invite Christ to the house, but they tell him where to sit. <laughs> you, you just sit there. No, no, no. We've got to understand the context of the nature of the days that we're living. I'm telling you, if we don't put this thing in perspective, all of the issues happening around us will cause us to get to the point where we'll begin to doubt our faith, we'll begin to doubt our walk with God, amen. We will be discouraged, we will be disheartened, amen. We will feel perplexed, amen. We will worry, amen. We will be anxious, why? Because we have not set the Lord before our face. Follow me, he said to Matthew. And Matthew followed him. But here is the testimony. All other tax collectors, amen, were also, amen, invited to the house of Matthew. And therefore, Jesus was able to what? Minister to them. We've got to understand this principle. Oh, yes. The Lord blesses his interest in our life, brother Prince. Anything we're doing that is not connected to the interests of God, God has no God has no has no hand in it, so He doesn't bless it. He doesn't bless it. He blesses His interest in our life. When you carry the interests of God, God will. I'm telling you, I always tell people, listen, you know what a business. Make God's interest, Amen. Yes, the priority of that business, and watch how that business flourish. So we're not saying things out of context. I'm very acutely aware of what I'm talking about. You're, you're, on, a, you're on a ministry, amen, to, to, to bring people to the knowledge of the things of God. Make Christ the chief, you know, a, a point of that ministry. See how that ministry bloom, increase, grow, mature, hallelujah, and reproduce. I've seen that over and over and over again. Blessing is not the, it's not the end game. Hallelujah. It's what that blessing does in the advancement, amen, of heaven's intention. Because God has interest in every area of life. God has interest in every area of our life. God has interest in every area of your life. Make the interest of God, amen. Make the interest of God your chief priority. Make the interest of Christ your chief priority. And watch how God, amen, releases his blessing into that thing. It blesses his interest. You know, in our day, many would have looked at Matthew and would have called him a failure. 
and would have said he did a foolish thing. How do you leave this influential position to follow this man that is about to be killed, that is about to be destroyed? You must know something. You must you must have a deeper and a better. I mean, here is Matthew. This is not a, this is not some you know man who has depth of revelation. He's a tax collector. You know you know the nature of tax collector. <laughs> they are brutal. If you don't pay what you're supposed to pay, they're coming to repossess your things. That's Matthew for you. Yes. <laughs> Him, you know, he must meet his target for the month. The money must be remitted to Caesar's account. So, this is not somebody who, oh, well, you know, is so religious and pious. Yes, as a Jew, you must be religious, but he was a tax collector. That's the point that I'm making. He's as good as any, you know, shrewd businessman of our day. You know, business people, pe- people that are into business, real business, they are very shrewd. They don't joke. They, they do everything with calculation. Every penny, every dime, every rand, every pull, or whatever it is, that they make sure that everything is calculated. They don't joke. <laughs> That's Matthew for you. They don't joke. Matthew, amen, does not joke. You don't, you don't play around Matthew and say, well, that money, can you give it? No, no. He calculates every dime. He lived within the system, amen, of, of mammon. I mean, it can't get more worse than that. <laughs> Friends, it can't get, it cannot get more worse than that. A tax collector? To follow Jesus? <laughs> was he charmed? No, he wasn't charmed. But the king of kings and the lord of lords saw something bigger than his position. Bigger than what Caesar can give to him. Bigger than what the Roman Empire can give to him. And I pray God will open your eyes to understand that when, when God said, follow me. That there is no greater position. There is no greater affluence. There's no greater, you know, influence. There's no greater, you know, power, authority on earth that can equate follow me. And you choose to follow him. And you remain in following him. Like I said, many of us had the call we follow, but now we're no longer following him. We're following something else. I said, Matthew left, amen, the table, amen, of collecting money to follow Jesus. Today, we are following Jesus so he can make us, amen, tax collectors. No wonder all we have, it was, um, hey, I'm trying to remember this. One of this rich, uh, one of the richest guys in Asia. You know, his company was seized not too long ago. He had a media press that was seized by China. He said, he said, it's a strategy, strategy, excuse me, tragedy, that a nation, amen, is so wealthy that all is left with is money. A nation is so wealthy that all that nation is left with is money. And he was talking about his people. Is they've jailed him now? China has jailed this man. He's an Asian man. 
something Lee. Hey, I, 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 I can't remember his name. This is a wealthy man. He said, it's a, it's a tragedy for all that the nation is left with is money. In other words, money is, money is not the only thing that defines the wealth. It's talking about, you know, where are the values and the, and, the, and, the, and, the, and the love and the compassion. There is wealth in compassion. There is wealth, amen, in, in showing kindness to, you know, to others, amen. Yes, that is the true wealth. I told you, amen. You, you cannot have money. You cannot have money only for you to be in need than to go sell all that you have just to get money. Some people, when, when there's money in their pocket, oh, they're the most happiest people. The, the fact that they can say, oh, I've got, you know, 10,000 left in my account. I've got, you know, 5,000 left. It, it gives them this sense of, you know, security, happiness. It's a false security. That's not happiness. In fact, maybe that's happening, but that, certainly that's not joy. That you cannot live life fulfilled, happy, amen, with little. Yet you're wealthy because your wealth is no longer, it's not just defined, amen, by what is in your financial account. Your wealth is also about what, amen, is, is left in your spiritual account, in your emotional account, amen, in your, in your account of knowledge and wisdom. No, but we don't value those things. You see, people like us, people like me, that's what we value. I may not be rich. I may not have X amount in my account. But guess what? Oh, I am rich in the wisdom of God. I am rich in the knowledge of God. And if I continue amen, to maintain and abide and guide those wealth and value. Because any wealthy person must know how to, amen, how to protect their wealth. How to secure their wealth. They say where, amen, the treasure of a man is. That is where, amen, his, his heart will be. Hallelujah. Where your treasure is, that's where your heart will be. Friends, if your heart is connected to the wealth of the kingdom, amen, that is what will be your focus. That is what you will focus on. But see, if somebody gives you something wealthy, imagine you give me something very, very important, something very, very, very valuable, and I'm in need of money, and I decide to go sell that thing to get money, it shows how much I value not just the gift that you have given to me, but the person who gave me the gift. And unfortunately, I said it before, I'll say it again. That is something, unfortunately, that is something I've seen among colored people. Maybe yes, in most South Africans, but particularly among color. And that is something we have to deal with. You don't, hallelujah, sell your wealth or your value just to have money. They say silver and gold we do not have, but such as we have, such as I have, in fact, <laughs> Peter said, such as I have, I give to you. They understand that silver and gold, amen, is, 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 is a reflection of wealth, is a reflection of money, amen. Yes, but they say we don't have it. Oh, but there's something we have, hallelujah, that supersede, that exceeds silver and gold. What do you have? Because what you have, amen, will define what you secure, what you, what you pursue, what you long for. We have a church today that is in search, that is in sync, in, 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 in sync of money, of influence, of position, of power. 
we 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 respect leaders today based on amen yes what surrounds them not based on the depth of christ and life they possess something is wrong our theology must change jesus asked them what are you seeking for why are you following me he called them to action why are you following me They said, we've been following you. What will be our reward? Ah, he said, well, those who follow me will not lose their reward. In fact, they will not only get reward in heaven, but they will also get reward here on earth, but with also suffering and persecution because you cannot separate that. But nobody wants suffering and persecution. That's why we don't follow Jesus again. Hallelujah. Let me round up this with this with this scripture. Uh, um, oh, I thought I've got it here, but I don't have it here. Uh, okay, I, I I think I do. Thank you, Jesus. You know the story in in Matthew sixteen when Jesus entered Caesarea Philippi. When Jesus enters Sir Philip, he asks the question, who do men say the Son of Man is? You see, you cannot know the Son of Man if you are, if you are not walking in close proximity with him. Um, if you are walking in close proximity with him and you are not really listening to his heartbeat, there are things you will not know. You will not understand about him. But anyhow, he entered the region of Caesarea Philippa. This is the general reality amen, of the culture of the day. He asks the question, who do people say the Son of Man is? Of course, people say all kinds of things. You are this, you are a prophet, you are that. You are... He turned to his own disciple, he asked them the same question. All of them were looking because none of them were able to tap into amen, the reality of who he is. <laughs> but Peter opened his mouth and said, you are, you are Christ, the son of the living God. Jesus turned to him and said, well, I know this information does not come because of your intelligence. Amen. It came from my father. So when we seek, hallelujah, when we seek the heart of the, of the Spirit, when we are in pursuit of the Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit reveals the Father to us. And of course, the Father reveals His Son to us. Simple. My Father in heaven has revealed this to you. And I tell you, can you see that? That you are Peter. From what we know, from what we have experienced, from what we come into of Christ, amen, who we are begins to manifest. Who, or rather, who we ought to be. Like I always say, you don't know who you are until you know Christ. So the more of Christ, amen, is revealed in your life, the more revelation of Christ you have, the more you get to know, the more you get to know who you are, the more you get to understand, the more you get to know people. That's why I don't I, I don't presume my knowledge of people. No, I wait on the Lord to, to show me, to reveal to me, to tell me who do men say that I am. This morning we're talking about amplifying, amen, yes, the theology and the revelation of Christ in our transition. Less in the transition, we get derailed because many things are going to be happening to us in the on the journey, amen. Things that will be, amen, are, are there to distract us. Things that will be there to distract us. 
Sometimes it is the success. It is, yes, you pray for something and God met that thing. God met your need. That itself can be a distraction to you. Don't you know that? Your success, your success, your sense of arrival, your sense of breakthrough can be a distraction. You see, that's why you've got to set a priority. Why are you searching? Why are you seeking? Why are you following Christ? Are you following him to get something? To become something? To achieve something? Or are you following him, hallelujah, to live for him, to please him, to know him, to walk with him, to understand. Listen, walking with Christ is not boring. It's not boring. But the world tells us it's boring. Theology, religion tells us it's boring. There must be more. That's why churches are always involved with all kinds of activity. Activity cannot replace amen the point and the place of sitting like mary to know to want to understand we 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 feel you know the the month with activity and uh, this program that program and we give it all kinds of name and we think you know uh, we just do that to maintain to keep the people no you are not helping them you've got to bring the people to the point and place where the desire more of christ More of Christ. More of Christ. What are you searching for? What seekers that he asked them? What are you seeking for? Matthew, he was successful in the class of you know his calling and assignment. He was successful as a tax collector, but they gave him amen, a higher calling. Follow me, they said to him. Follow me. It, Bible says immediately. Immediately. I love that translation. I think it's in Mark. Matthew immediately left everything and followed him. He immediately left everything to follow him. As Jesus went from there, he saw a man named Matthew sitting at, at, at the tax booth. Follow me. He told him. And Matthew got up. Matthew was not like, uh, hey, 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 but all these stuffs, all this hey, influence, hey, my position with immediately, immediately, he got up and followed him. He got up and followed him. He got up and followed him. Are you still following? As we continue to talk about Christ as our chief high priest, is he is still set before us? Or have we exchanged him for something else? Our will that is forever fighting the will of God. No, <clears throat> I will do it when I feel like doing it. I will connect when I feel like connecting. I will serve when I feel like serving. I will give when I feel like giving. Those things will continue to hinder our response system in maturing into Christ. Don't you know that there is something taking place in your life? You're not the same person. Every day you get up, you wake up, hallelujah. We are being called. In fact, let me find where I, I made that statement. 
Thank you, Jesus. Every day, we are called to examine ourselves in the light of the truth of the gospel of the kingdom that we have accepted and that we are becoming more like Christ through the transforming power of the word of God. The call to follow Christ is not religious or ceremonial or some ceremonial duty that lacks the power to change us, but that, trans, but, that trans, but that transformation, amen, will be entrenched within the core structure of our existence. Transformation begins from the point of allowing the power of truth, the power of the truth of God's word to take firm, deep root within the good soil of our hearts. This is just, you know, a note that I, I, you know, I've written and I've attached to this message. So friends, this morning, I hope I've stirred your, your heart again there, amen, the minister of the Holy Spirit. I hope that I have challenged you because that is my calling to challenge you as I challenge myself. It is my calling to steer you up, amen, as I steer myself. It's my duty to keep you in focus of what matters because there are all kinds of things in our time, amen, clamoring for our attention that are designed to derail us from the chief ministry. The chief ministry is to follow Christ. Follow me and I will make you. Whatever you want to be, he is the only one, amen, that has the chief authority and power to make us become that thing. Don't follow Christ because you want to be something. Follow Christ because you want to please him and he will make you become what he has ordained for you. Don't forget, God blesses his interest in our life. When we set the Lord before our face, his kingdom becomes our chief priority and pursuit. And as we seek, amen, and pursue his kingdom, we will manifest and reveal the fruit, amen, of that kingdom via the nature of the spirit, amen, that we live by. May your life continue to express the goodness of God today. May you not just wear some religious idea today because it's Sunday. But may you see every day as a holy day, as a sacred day, as a day, amen, to honor God, to please him and to live for him. May your life impact, amen, the the, the environment you have been assigned as a priest for God. May you continue to reflect the light of God. Wherever you are, wherever you've been situated in America, in Europe, in Africa, in Asia. Yes, in, in, the, in the Pacific Island, wherever you are, where, whatever, amen, you, you, you are going to be sent. Go there and show Christ. Let your life reveal Christ. Your life, let it manifest the fruit of the Spirit. The fruit of the Spirit is the nature and character of Christ. The world is in need of Christ. Amidst the crisis, let's allow Christ, amen, to be revealed. Go out there and show Christ. Reveal Christ. Let the world see it. Preach Christ through your character. Preach Christ, amen, through your values. Preach Christ. Be a person of principle. When you lack principle, 
You can't be talking about Christ because somebody will do something that will get you angry, upset, amen, and will derail you from the values and principle of Christ. May Christ be formed in you so you can show the power of transformation to the world, amen. Until Christ is formed in you, you can't transform your society. Nobody has such power. I've told us before, let me repeat again, nobody has the ability or capacity, amen, to live a life that glorify Christ without the help help of the Holy Spirit. He is our help. He's been sent, amen, to show us, to help us, to guide us. That's why we have to make the Holy Spirit, amen, our best partner. We have to make the Holy Spirit our best friend. We have to, amen. Listen, the Holy Spirit is a person. It's not a dove. It's not some wind. It's not some fire. It's not all of this idea, you know. It's a person. It's the person that reflects the image of Christ. In fact, when Christ and the Holy Spirit stand together, you can hardly recognize them because they look alike, but they are different. The Holy Spirit has come to testify of Christ. Amen. As Christ testified of his Father, and as the Father testified of the Spirit. Hallelujah. This, this, this three bear witness, hallelujah, with us as body of Christ. Come on, friends. Let's understand who we are and what we are called to represent. Go out there. There is so much power that will flow through, amen, the position of the nature and character of Christ. Amen. Yes. When we make that our chief our chief position, our chief priority, the life of God, the power of God, the gift of the Spirit will flow, amen, through us. We will be able to heal. We will be able to restore. We will, we will raise the dead. We will heal the blind. Hallelujah. Yes, we will provide for those who are in need because the Lord, amen, yes, is good and he always wants to minister his goodness to people, amen, to community, to society, particularly to our generation. Come on. But we will not, hallelujah, be able to do all of that if we have left behind our life being formed into Christ's nature. And then we're pursuing the gift. No, that's a dangerous thing to do. To be pursuing a gift without the fruit of the Spirit. Amen. You know, guiding and leading us. Let's be people of the Spirit. Let's walk by the Spirit. Let's live our life in the knowledge of God's Word. Oh, may the power of the Holy Spirit continue to change you and transform you. Father, we thank you this morning for your truth, oh God, that is once again rooted within our heart. We declare in the name of Jesus that we will be grounded, we will be a establisher in the revelation of Christ. Christ before us. Christ behind us. Christ beside us. Christ above us. Christ beneath us. May we move in the authority of Christ. May we live in the power of Christ. May truth continue to guide us. May we not just choose a truth, but may we eat the entire truth. May we eat the entire loaf. Oh, may we be changed. May we be reformed. May we be transformed. May we be transformed. May we be healed. May we be restored. Lord, open our eyes. May we see the glorious splendor, yes, of Christ. May we make Christ our chief desire. May we pursue him in everything. Father, I thank you for everyone this morning that have joined us and those that will be listening to this broadcast, wherever, Lord, you have assigned them, oh God, to represent your intention. I pray that they will make this word a chief priority. They will embellish the revelation, yes, the nature, the person of Christ, in their walk, oh God. Thank you, Lord, that they will enjoy walking with you. Holy Spirit, may your theology, yes, guide us and lead us to that point where we can go deeper in our quest and in our search for Christ. Follow me, you said. 
And Matthew got up and followed you. May we follow you. May we not wait. May we not delay. May we not procrastinate. Deliver us from procrastination. Deliver us from familiarity. Deliver us from, well, I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. Who promised us tomorrow? Help us, O oh Lord. Help us. Help me. Help me. Help my home, my family, my children. May they be pursuers of Christ. My followers, my disciples, may they be pursuers of Christ. Oh God, may the revelation of Christ be more entrenched in them, oh God. May they become indeed a reflection, a manifestation, the enfolgence of the illuminating light of your glory, Christ. May your glory be revealed in us. May your truth be established in our lives, in our heart. I pray in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from every distraction. We cast down, we cast off every weight and sin, every high thing that exalts itself above the revelation, above the knowledge of Christ. This day we cast them down. We declare this morning, we proclaim, we declare that all we desire, all we want is Christ. We want to be formed in Him. We want to be formed into Him. We want to be like Him. Oh God, lead us. When we have Christ, we have excellence. When we have Christ we have knowledge we have counsel when we have Christ we can represent yes the skill that you have called and given to us when we have Christ your gift will flow through our life yes we receive this day oh God a new sense of commitment a new sense of commitment to follow in the name of Jesus Lord I thank you for breakthrough in every area of our life this morning oh Father Oh, Jesus. 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 Help us. Help us. That we would cherish what is treasurable to you. That we will know your treasure. That we will know what you treasure the most. That we will place strong desire on things that you define to be the treasure. You said there is one that is rich unto men, unto the things of this world, but not rich unto God. <laughs> may we be rich unto God. May we be rich unto Christ. May his, may his life become manifest in us this morning. Father, we honor you. We bless you. We glorify your name this morning. Hallelujah. Oh, I have said the Lord before my face. Always I've said the Lord before my face. I've said the Lord before my right hand. Therefore, I will not be shaken. I will not be shaken. Therefore, my heart will be glad. And my tongue will rejoice. And my body will always dwell securely. What a word. Thank you. May we become more like David. To the glory of your name. Oh, hallelujah. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. As many go out this morning, Lord, to fellowship, may this truth become the cry of their heart. May those who will be leading your people this morning, oh God, in the word, in worship, may this truth become the desire of their heart. May our life bring glory and praise to you. May our life bring glory and praise to you. In the place of 
our assignment, in the place of our calling and representation. May we become a light oozing out Christ, revealing Christ, fueling Christ, fuming Christ, breathing Christ, smelling like Christ. Yes. Hallelujah. Glory. Glory. Hallelujah. Friends, once again, I want to appreciate everyone that has joined us this morning. Oh, yes. I want to thank you so very, very much for your grace in this broadcast with your presence. Thank you so very much, uh, uh, Sister Priscilla. Always there, <laughs> always connected. May the Lord always keep you connected to the heart of his intention for this generation. Thank you, Sister uh, uh, Luis. It's been a while. Thank you so, so much for connecting also. Really appreciate it this morning. Right, uh, my dear brother, please. Hey, it's been ages, but it's nice to connect with you. Amen. Great man of God. Wonderful man of God. I believe God is amen, using you in the area of entrepreneurship. You're pastoring this area. May the Lord continue to empower you and uh, grace you. Hopefully one of these days we will, we will meet in Botswana. But we've been praying. I love the people from Botswana. We've been praying. We've been encouraging some of our friends from Botswana. So hope, hopefully when I come to Botswana, we will see Brother Prince. Nice to, nice to have you this morning. God bless you. Stan Kumisa, nice again to have you join this morning. We really appreciate it. God bless you always. Amen. Sister Myrtle, thank you. Amen. She says she's late. Amen. But nice to have Brother Fraze. Yes, yeah, Sister Myrtle. Nice. What a, what a time we shared together in, in, in Jobok. What a beautiful time. We want to thank God for this beautiful, uh, uh, would I call it a reunion? Thank you so much. Thank you, Sister Myrtle. Amen. And of course, man of God, uh, 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 Apostle Godfrey, thank you, sir, for joining us again this morning. It's an encouragement. We appreciate your presence. Thank you for uh, uh, joining us this morning. Thank you for your word. Thank you. Thank you so very much. Amen. Yeah. Yes. God blesses his interest in us. Yes. Profound. Thank you. And of course, Sister Tina, thank you for joining us. God bless you. Nice to have you join this morning again. And anybody out there, amen. Yeah. Working with Christ is not boring. Of course, it's not boring. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. Thank you, everyone, this morning. Uh, bless the Lord. Yes. And anyone out there watching us or at that uh was not able to connect to 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 uh to put a comment but we really appreciate you god bless you thank you so very much may the lord's will continue to prosper in your life in your home in your family and in your ministry amen whatever you do out there re remember that we want to live a life that glorify the lord that manifests the goodness of god amen in everything that we stand for amen we believe that once um my office is ready. We'll be able to have, you know, uh, uh, plan our time, amen, our broadcasting time properly. Now there's so much, you know, happening that we are not able to plan. So when I come, when when when, I, when you see me, you see you see me, all right? I don't have a particular time except for, you know, the morning time, even the morning times, uh, uh, the time is not properly set. So, and I know that is uh, 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 an issue, but 
we will believe God to continue to grace us. So where you see me, please try to connect, try to join. I know that you've got your own uh, 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 um, programs, but we'll just see how we can fit into what the Lord is doing. So we really appreciate everyone. We don't take this for granted. We appreciate everyone that has joined us. Let's continue to pray. Please continue to pray for me. I appreciate everyone that is praying for me. Um, my health is getting more better you know, on a daily, daily basis. Now, thank God. I'm believing God for great things. Please continue to also pray for the project here. Uh, 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 we want to see how we can finish it. Amen. Uh, I know a lot of people have stopped giving. Please, the job is not done. The work is not done. All right. Uh, uh, yesterday, we were able to finish the roofing. We were able to finish the roofing. So uh, uh, another aspect we'll, 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 we'll take. So we're just, you know, doing it as a spirit of the Lord grant us the resource amen, with, the, with those might that we have. So let's continue to pray. Amen. And if the Lord lays in your heart to be a blessing, why not? Because we believe God that once this uh, uh, studio office is ready, we want to do so many things that will change amen, the concept of how ministry amen, is being projected. It's my desire and I know it will be done. And if I don't do it, somebody else will do it. <laughs> That's just the truth. Amen. Uh, uh, God blesses his interest in our life. And we believe that he will continue to bless us. God bless you, friends and disciples and loved ones, family. May you have a wonderful, blessed day. We love you. See you again, hopefully tomorrow morning. Enjoy the rest of your Sunday. Bye-bye.